Hey everyone, welcome back to What A Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news. The World Naked Bike Ride is back in Portland this month, and now an official meetup destination has been put in place. The Portland World Naked Bike Ride will begin at Peninsula Park on Saturday, July 30th at 9pm. The route isn't published ahead of time. This month's ride marks the return of an organized naked group ride in Portland after sitting out the COVID summers before. Still, organizers are asking out-of-town participants to stay home due to the increased spikes in COVID cases and the ongoing pandemic. The World Naked Bike Ride is a part of a bigger movement of protests against fossil fuel use. The FAQ section of the Portland World Naked Bike Ride website states that the organization is, quote, using nudity as a way to draw attention to cycling and the foley of oil dependency. We hope motorists will begin to suspect cyclists have more fun and hence maybe they don't need their cars as much as they thought, end quote. In state news, with a new subvariant of COVID-19 increasing cases across the country, a data tracker shows that most Oregon counties are now at, quote, high risk. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 21 of the state's 36 counties, including Multnomah, Clackamas, and Washington counties, are high risk. The CDC said new COVID-19 cases per 100,000 are calculated using data from July 7th through July 13th, a week total. For communities at levels considered high risk, the CDC suggests that community members wear masks in indoor public settings, stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccines, and get tested if they experience COVID-19 symptoms. In national news, the United States' first nationwide three-digit mental health crisis hotline goes live on Saturday. Quick help for suicidal thoughts and other mental health emergencies can now be obtained by dialing 988 on your phone. It's designed to be as easy to remember and use as 911, but instead of a dispatcher sending police, firefighters, or paramedics, 988 will connect callers with trained mental health counselors. The federal government has provided over $280 million to help states create systems that will do much more, including mobile mental health crisis teams that can be sent to people's homes and emergency mental health centers, similar to urgent care clinics that treat physical aches and pains. Last Monday, guidance issued by federal officials stated that abortions performed to save a patient's life or well-being are legally protected regardless of state laws that may prohibit them. The guidance from the Department of Health and Human Services is meant to reassure healthcare providers, particularly those in states where abortion is banned, that federal law is on their side when, quote, offering legal mandated life or health-saving abortion services in emergency situations, end quote. Officials pointed to the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, EMTALA, a federal law passed in 1986, which requires hospitals to treat people experiencing emergency medical conditions, including pregnant patients whose health is in, quote, serious jeopardy. Monday's announcement comes days after President Joe Biden issued an executive order directing HHS to take steps to protect access to abortion and other reproductive health services. The order came in the wake of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. In international news, last Wednesday, the euro fell in value, reaching parity with the U.S. dollar for the first time in 20 years. The currency value of the euro has been losing ground against the dollar since the start of the year, primarily due to the war on the eurozone's border, an uncertain energy supply from Russia, and a growing risk of recession. The currency, shared by 19 European countries, has slumped more than 11% this year, as the dollar's strength has been almost unmatched. The euro's sharp decline has come as the dollar, for generations one of the safest places to park money, has strengthened against almost every major currency in the world. Lastly, here's the wildcard news for the week. 
Last Tuesday, NASA released the first set of full-color images and data obtained by the revolutionary $10 billion James Webb Space Telescope. The picture showed colliding galaxies, a dying star shedding itself layer by layer, a glorious stellar nursery, and the intriguing signs of water vapor and clouds on a giant planet whirling around a faraway star. The telescope is able to see further into the depths of space and time than the acclaimed Hubble, collecting the exquisitely faint infrared light emitted by the first stars and galaxies more than 13 billion years old. Well, that wraps up What A Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.